welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a lovely week and I hope everyone else is as amazed as I am that it's the beginning of March. (laughs) So we are entering the last month of this quarter, which is terrifying, Um, but also exciting. You know, it's getting a little bit lighter outside, a little bit warmer. I hope that's the same for everyone else as well. And my motivation is coming back slowly. I do sometimes struggle in the winter months to, you know, get myself out of bed and (laughs) make sure that all the ideas are flowing. Um, And that is sort of a topic I'm going to be covering today. I have spent the early part of this year really trying to refine what I would love to share with the Daring Designers Club. And in my quest to work on my messaging, make sure I'm attracting the right people, talking to the right people, and also being really helpful for the people that I want to talk to as well. I have sort of refined my message to be aimed at helping burnt out designers. So just helping people who want to run a design business but feel burnt out, do things like drop the shoulds, I've had an episode about that recently, build a joyful, sustainable business and reach their or your unique version of success. And I really wanted to dig into what I mean by burnt out designers because burnout is definitely, you know, it's a real thing. It's something that people struggle with. It can be related to your mental health, um, overworking, overwhelm. I have definitely struggled with burnout in the past that has been, I guess, on a scale, you know, from just struggling with a bit of motivation, kind of like what I was talking about at the beginning, um, leading up to having really serious repercussions with my mental health, especially very early on in my business, burnout was such a huge factor. I was really working myself too hard um, to start with, you know, and I think what I found over time is that burnout has actually really manifested itself in me in lots of different ways, which can sometimes mean it's a little bit tricky to spot. But what I found with working with lots of designers and, you know, through one-to-one mentoring or in a group format, what I find is most people that come to me are working through some sort of burnout, but maybe haven't realised that that is what is happening at the time. So what I've tried to do is gather together some really common types of burnout and try to categorise things as the organised type A weirdo that I am. Um, It really helps me to be able to put things into categories. And in doing that, what I can do is 
point you towards resources that help with different kinds of things, ask questions that help work through the specific type of burnout that you're going through, and also help you understand why it could be that you're feeling exhausted or unmotivated or tired or overwhelmed. You know, all of these things are symptoms of burnout. First, firstly, it's sometimes hard to figure out that that's what you are experiencing. You know, it could be that you just feel like things are a bit harder at the time or, you know, things aren't quite working and you're not sure why. But then also it can be really tricky to see when it's going to happen. So to prepare yourself for burnout, which is peeking around the corner. Um, Again, this is something that I've become better at throughout running my business, but I have also been running my business for a really long time now, you know, like seven seven to eight years, I think. Nearly, I think it's nearly eight years, actually, for running my business full-time, which is crazy. Um, but in having that experience, it obviously becomes easier and easier to figure out when things are becoming a bit harder. And, I, you know, I know personally how that manifests in myself as well. So it it can be really, really tricky, obviously, to struggle with burnout, but it's even harder if you have no idea where it's coming from or what is causing the problems um, that you're having. So quickly, I'm going to run through the different types of burnout that I have like categorized myself. And from there, I'm then going to go through each one bit by bit. And I'll also share a little bit about how I have experienced these things as well, because I think it's sometimes easy to look at people who've been doing things for a long time or who, um, you know, like I, as a mentor, I don't necessarily want people to think that everything is perfect all the time because it's absolutely not. I think that's something that is difficult with mentoring and coaching as an industry is that sometimes it can feel, you can feel a lot of pressure to show that things are perfect. And that's absolutely not what I want to be doing. I really want to share an authentic picture of, yes, how business can be amazing, but also how it can be difficult and hopefully how I can help you work through those difficult times as well. So let's start with the different types of burnout. So first we have time burnout. So this can look like struggling to manage your time, not feeling like you have enough of it. You can sort of feel like you're on a hamster wheel of constantly having tasks and an overflowing to-do list. And it just feels like you don't have enough time to get everything done that you want to do. The next type is creative burnout. This one is really, really important for designers and something I see so often as not necessarily being identified as burnout. The episode we had um, a couple of weeks ago with Alice from Creative Babes Club is a really good representation of this type of burnout, you know, filling your creative cup. If you are going through this, it usually looks like lacking inspiration or not having any motivation for your projects, your design work, or even, you know, your own creative work as well, struggling to get ideas, um, struggling to do the thing that you are amazing at. Again, sometimes it can feel like, oh, I've, I'm just, I've just lost the knack for it, or I just don't get it anymore. I don't have the right skills. And that's not the case at all. It's usually because there's something behind the scenes that's stopping your motivation in its tracks or, you know, shutting you off from the inspiration that you would usually have free flow in for all of your projects. The next type of burnout is lifestyle burnout. 
And this can look like not prioritizing your life outside of work or even not prioritizing what you enjoy within work as well. And maybe feeling stuck at your desk or feeling stuck in a certain situation that you're finding it really difficult to change. This is one, again, that I find really, really common because we have such set ideas for what our lifestyle should look like around work and what priorities we should set around work that it can be really difficult to figure out that actually the situation you're in just isn't working for you and that's why you're starting to feel like things aren't a good fit or they're not working. And the final type is joy burnout. So this can happen when you start resenting your business and start feeling the same about your business as you might have done in previous jobs. You're not prioritizing what makes you happy. You might be doing projects that aren't a good fit. You might be um, charging prices that make you feel bad about yourself and again, causing that resentment. The joy element is often just missing. You know, that's something, again, that we don't tend to prioritize because because we feel like we should be grateful that we've got our business and obviously it is amazing you know it is um, something that we can be grateful for that we have the opportunity to run a business but the important thing is um, is that you're enjoying that as well you know you want to make sure that you are enjoying the work that you have you're excited to sit down at your desk and yeah you don't want to zap all of the joy out of your workload Another really important element here is just to know that like anything else, your burnout will most likely be its own recipe of all of these different ingredients, which is delightful, I'm sure (laughs) you are already aware. It could be that you've just got to a point where your business doesn't feel like it's a good fit and yes, it's because of your lifestyle, yes, it's because you don't prioritize joy, but that might also be um, creating difficulty with your creativity or your inspiration. You know, usually, as with anything else, like I say, we get our own little version of what this looks like, which is why it's so hard to be so prescriptive with, um, with business. I truly, truly believe that everyone has their own uh, solution, their own recipe, and every little bit bit and piece, that's not a thing that people say, <laughs> every little piece of your business is going to be unique to you, even through to the struggles and the difficulties that can um, come through with burnout as well. So like I say, at different times in your business, you might be feeling a mix of these things, you might be feeling all of them at one time, it might just be that one of these areas feels like a really um, key struggle at the time. But even figuring out what it is that is causing you to verge on burnout can really help. And it's really important to keep in mind that with clarity can come change. And really the only time that we can start to put that change into place is by digging deep into our own feelings, you know, our own thoughts, what it is that feels like a struggle at the time. I find journaling really helpful for this. I'm sure other things like meditation or um, even just a good brainstorm, even taking a little bit of time off or going for a walk can help with a bit more clarity here. But it's really important to, I guess, to practice looking in and thinking about how you're feeling and what it is that's working and what isn't working. Because again, that's how we get that clarity and that's how we can start to put things in place to change. So let's start by talking a little bit about time-based burnout. And this is, I guess, a 
probably the most popular um, because it is the thing that we see maybe as like a slightly more popular version of, of burnout. You know, we understand that if we're struggling with time, we can become overwhelmed, we can be overworked, we can start to do things like work evenings and weekends or work in times that we weren't supposed to. I would love to just quickly ask how many times you have planned in a little bit of time off and actually ended up working in that time off because it just doesn't feel like it's a possibility for you. I can shoot my hand into the air for that one because there's so many times that that's happened to me even recently especially since um, becoming a mom you know there's so many times that I have planned to take a little bit of time off and it's just not worked out and again this can happen throughout the whole of your business it can be that you start to cut back and um, reduce to only working through the week or only working a few days a week and then your life might change or your circumstances might change and you have to switch things up again. So again, really important to just keep an eye on how your time is going and that's how you can maybe get ahead of this type of burnout. Just to give you an idea of some times that this has been a struggle for me, I've already said, you know, I've struggled to take time off in the past. But one situation that really comes into mind, the first time that this became really difficult, the situation that I mentioned at the beginning where I was struggling with my mental health and, you know, burnout became an actual, I would say like an actual medical, like physical issue for me. It wasn't just a case of feeling really overworked and feeling really tired, I was really doing damage to myself. Um, and this was after about 18 months of running my business. I was working nearly every day. I was probably working about 12 hours a day, which is real. like, I can't, I and I know people out there still work this way and I can't imagine being in that situation now. I was in such a spiral of just taking on as many projects as I could, swapping time for money, you know, that sort of freelancer trap and I was just absolutely exhausted and the only thing that I could do to move past this is realise that it was happening and stop it in its tracks and it feels like such an, an obvious answer or such a a simple thing that's so difficult to do but it's really about you setting a boundary in place if this is something that you're struggling with and if you can you know just do it a little bit at a time you know stop yourself from working in the evenings to start off with and then once that feels like a good routine for you cut off your weekends you know you can do it a little bit at a time you have to keep in mind that without you, your business can't survive. You need to be healthy, you need to be happy and you need to be setting the boundaries to help you fit everything into your time. It may also be that you're just putting too much into your work, giving too many deliverables in your projects, trying to balance too many marketing platforms, adding too many tasks to your list that are maybe not crucial to your week. That in itself can be something that can really help burn out. But the answer here is setting a boundary for yourself. So analysing what it is that feels like it's creating a really difficult work week and workload for you and setting a boundary to stop that from happening. So maybe it's stopping weekends, maybe it's cutting back on your projects, maybe it's cutting back on some of the work that you do for your own business just to make sure it's a little bit more streamlined. You'll see that you can then be a happier, healthier person and maybe build back a couple of these things when your workload is a little bit more sustainable. But this has to happen first. So the next option is 
creativity burnout and again like I said that episode with Alice from Creative Babes Club is a really really good one if this is something you are struggling with but I think the main thing that can make this happen you know make creativity burnout occur is just working with clients who aren't a great fit so it's hard to come up with the inspiration anyway because it's not a project that you're particularly inspired by or excited by so you just struggle to get more motivation it could be that it's just burnout in general that you need to work through and you need to fill up your creative cup. Again, just going back to that episode, which is a really, really great conversation if you haven't listened to it yet. But for me, not too long after the previous example, when I started to refine my time and the way I wanted to work, I then realized that part of the cause of my burnout was the projects I was working on and the work that I was doing. And in taking on projects that didn't feel like a a good fit, you know, they weren't with dream clients. That's where I realized a lot of my motivation was being zapped away. So with the knowledge of the clarity of not working with the right clients, I could then sit down and do a bit of research into who the right clients would be. And doing that activity, working through a dream client exercise, I could then shuffle around my business, try to attract the right people, And then working with the right clients made such a huge difference to my motivation and inspiration in all different types of um, my work, you know, my own creative work, my branding, um, my content, the creativity and the ideas just came back because I was so inspired by the work that I was doing. So have a think how your workload looks, you know, your projects with the right people, are you excited by the work that you're doing? Is your work allowing you to be inspired and motivated? Maybe that's something that you can look into along with other things just to give that element of excitement and joy into your business, matching up with obviously one of the other points as well. So the next point is lifestyle burnout. And this one, again, I think would, for most people, tie directly into time because we often overwork ourselves and that's what stops us from having that, I guess what some people call work-life balance or, you know, a lifestyle that you love around your business. This is something that I think can actually manifest in lots of different ways other than time. You know, it can also be about how you work, you know, your environment with working, your dream work week as a whole, not necessarily working a certain amount of hours, but like I say, you know, where you work, what type of things you work on, whether you can outsource some things that you don't enjoy, what sort of times you like to do certain tasks, and just giving yourself a bit of grace and giving yourself the knowledge that everyone has their own unique situation and work schedule, workload, work week that works for them. And finding yours is a great way to help build your dream lifestyle around that as well. So not too long ago, although actually saying that it is long ago, (laughs) at the end of 2019, I was in a really, really great position with my design studio. I was working on amazing projects. I felt like I had quite a good work-life balance in terms of time and I was reaching, you know, increasing income goals. I think 2019 was my first six-figure year, but I started to realise that I wanted more time for myself. I didn't just want the weekends that I planned earlier on in my business. I wanted more space for my own life, my hobbies. I didn't just want to be working. I didn't want that traditional way of working to be the way that I worked. You know, I wanted to 
do a bit more reading outside of work. I wanted some time to spend with my family and my friends. I knew that this wouldn't be an immediate change. I knew it was something that would take a little bit of time to plan and to put into place. But what I did was draw up an ideal work week for me. Again, not just based on time, but also what sort of things I was working on, where I was working, what I wanted to be surrounded with, and then the kind of things that I wanted to do with my time outside of work as well. And then with that plan in mind, I was able to put some strategies into place. I was able to cut down my workload, work on my pricing, so I could then start working in the way that felt best for me. So have a think, you know, how would you work best? What would your lifestyle look like around your business if it was your absolute ideal dream lifestyle? It's really a question that can transform our business because it's sometimes not something that we allow ourselves to think about. You know, we just assume that we have to work in a certain way, like we did maybe when we were working full time or like a traditional nine to five. But it really is up to you. Your business is your home you know it's it's yours to mold and change to work perfectly for you and if you're struggling with the lifestyle balance that you have with your business then now is a really great time to do that so finally we're going to talk about joy burnout and this is one that I feel again that we don't necessarily prioritize because we have this set feeling in our mind that work has to be a certain way and it has to serve a certain purpose in our life and that is just paying our bills. And that's not true. You know, our work can be joyful. Our work can be exciting. It can make the parts of your week that are dedicated to work as joyful as the bits that are dedicated to your family and your hobbies and the other things that you love and find joy from. Work can be one of those things as well. And this experience for me is a little bit more recent. So not long after my maternity leave ended, that's sort of coming up to two years ago now, I was back working two days a week, um, but the two days were squished into the childcare days that I had. And the spaciousness that I had before, you know, I was able to spread my two to three days across a full week and work when I felt inspired. They went back to being less spacious and much less flexible. So doing design work meant that I was just tied to my desk and the passion that I had for that part of my business was dropping because I felt really forced into this certain situation where I was just at my desk for sort of six to seven, maybe eight hours a day, um, just designing and not able to tear myself away. I knew there were things in my business that filled me with joy. I knew I loved the design work, but it was just the way that I was working and a few of the things that I'd added into my workload that didn't feel joyful. So I threw myself into things like the Daring Designers Club that I really love working on. I made more space for the projects that I absolutely loved. And I also shuffled my workload around so I could have a little bit more flexibility and I didn't have to work in a way that zapped all of the joy out of my business. If you're feeling like your business doesn't necessarily provide you with enjoyment or with fulfillment at the moment and it's becoming an area that you maybe feel resentful towards, then I would really think about what it is that is zapping the joy away from you. You know, is it, again, one of the other burnouts that we've talked about or is it that you're not making space for the things that you love and the things that you started your business for? Okay, this became a bit longer of an episode than I was hoping, Um, but I just really wanted to share some of my personal experiences there and show you that 
through every part of your business, you might get to this point where you feel a bit burnt out, a bit exhausted, tired of the situation that you're in, but there's always a positive on the other side of that because without those, you know, reality checks, without the clarity that we find by verging on burnout, we wouldn't have the answers to get back to our unique path to success and a joyful business that we love to work in every single day. And the aim is that we can identify that burnout when it's around the corner instead of when it's smacking us in the face. And hopefully by looking back on this and thinking about these different elements that can um, manifest in terms of burnout, then you can actually identify that a bit sooner and get to the point where you can tackle it before it actually becomes a problem. If you are struggling with feeling burnt out or overwhelmed by your business right now, it really doesn't have to be this way. And please feel free to drop me a message over on Instagram at the Daring Designers Club. I really, really love chatting all things design business. I have the most lovely heart-filled conversations in my DMs. So please feel free to take this as your invitation to jump in, have a conversation, have a little chat and talk through anything that you feel you're struggling with right now. Like I said, it could be a mix of all of these things. It might be one thing in particular, but I am always here to help. If you want to find more from me, please jump into the show notes where you can find a place to sign up for my fortnightly postcard, which goes directly into your inbox, packed full of lots of actionable advice, kind of like these episodes. And you can also get updated with everything that I have going on in the Daring Designers Club, any freebies, any resources, any events, workshops, things like that. I always have stuff going on at some point (laughs) because like I said, this is a really joyful part of my business. So jump in over there, have a look over on Instagram and I will be back soon with a brand new episode of the podcast. Speak to you soon.